start. Welcome to Watch Over, a podcast devoted to all things Arrow and Elicity. Featuring myself, Jen, aka J Buffy Angel, and me, Kelly, aka Callista Wolf. Be aware we do discuss spoilers and swear now and then, but we will always have fun and you will too. We're bringing you a very special coronavirus podcast to keep you occupied as you quarantine with your loved ones. <laughs> Is that what we're doing? Yep. Are you alive, Callie? Trying to be. Not infected? Not yet. That's good. <laughs> I really don't want to get this, though. Everyone in my group is not allowed Nobody to leave the house. Nobody wants you to it's get this. It's bad news. And if you're some 20-something out there who ain't listening, or if you're, actually it doesn't matter what age you are, if you're not listening to the rules, please listen to the rules because you could kill somebody. I saw like this video of these spring breakers in Florida, <sighs> these kids who are just like, oh, if I get it, I get it. I came here for spring break. I've been planning this for three months, blah, blah, blah. Now they close the beaches, sad mm-hmm. face. What am I going to do? And it's like, go home. Go home, you idiot. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah, there was the a whole bunch of future. stupid morons uh, still celebrating St. Patrick's Day. Let's not do that. Like, why? Listen, <laughs> get on FaceTime, grab a cup of beer. Do your thing. You can wear your green little T-shirt. Like, the thing is, like, we are actually set up to be quarantined. We're, we're far better off than any other period in history with the amount of technology we have and things available at our house. Like, think of, we live in the time of Uber Eats and Grubhub. Okay? Right. We don't actually. We don't actually. Here's the thing. As someone who actually never leaves her house, this is very doable. I'm just oh, telling yeah. you all. Well, and as I told Kyle the other day, I was like, nothing is different really for me. I mean, right. yeah, on the weekend, we had to stay home. Right. We drove Harry back to the university, but that was it. You know, like, I yeah. didn't get out of the car. <laughs> right. It was, it's, But this is, you know, being at home and isolating, I'm like, that's just day-to-day life. Introverts are living their best life right now, to be honest with you. I mean, a lot of, how many people are learning that meetings can be emails? Well, yeah, I mean, <laughs> I'm a person who works from home, okay? And I have to get, I mean, the fact that I work from home is completely based on my health and I, I need to keep low stress levels. And so I don't like, you know, so they have, my company has been unbelievably accommodating and letting me work from home for years and What's ridiculous is like there are tons of people now working from home. So really what people are going to discover is, yes, you can work from home. It's just your company doesn't want you to is really what it boils down to. Mm-hmm. Like there's certainly companies out there that you can't do that. Like my husband, they have a medical device facility that obviously they have to still keep making those medical devices. But, you know, I got into a big thing with him because he was not – he was not – really listening to the quarantine he was insisting on still having to go into work and he's a manager like there was no reason he had to go into work like none so i told him that he's going to feel very guilty at my funeral after i die from coronavirus (laughs) 
that he went into the office a couple days a week just because he wouldn't, for like no reason whatsoever. And then he was like, oh, fuck, you're right. And then he listened to me. (laughs) (laughs) He got there eventually. Yeah. My, the way we, he operates, I would say like a good, at 80% of his life is uh, he chooses the path of least resistance and like what's going to make his life like he tries to avoid things that are unpleasant. So like me pissed off is unpleasant. So like he has to choose between making his mother unhappy or making me unhappy. Always chooses his mother. <laughs> Cause that he lives with me. <laughs> so. Well, and also I'm, um, I'm thinking he probably doesn't want you dead. So. Well, yeah. So here's, yeah. So <laughs> we're joking. I am actually, I am not as in bad a shape as like, like my dad, had two heart attacks like and he's in his 70s so yeah those people they're first on the chopping block so he's like absolutely not allowed to leave the house which is so difficult for him because that's all he does is leave the house like he has to like do his little bebopping around town and I'm like too bad you gotta live my life now but I do have a really shitty immune system I tend to catch everything and I'm not even gonna pretend that if I caught this I am so the intensive care girl (laughs) it will be a life or death experience. I'm just trying to avoid it entirely. Which is smart. So I was pretty much ready to keep Lauren home from school. Cause I, that was the thing that was like driving me nuts is they're like, oh, you know, six feet of distance and, you know, try to stay inside. The, but still school. send your kid to public school where the German infestus infestation exists. I was like, are you telling me that a bunch of kids are making sure they keep a six? What is it? Six feet? Distance from each other in a lunchroom? Have you seen a lunchroom? It was bullshit. So they finally had their first case of like a teenager. And then they're like, oh, they're not they're not immune. I'm like, it's not like they're Superman. Like they can still catch this shit. They're probably just gonna fare better than the elderly. What I'm concerned about is that all these kids say get it, right? Yeah. And the first time they have it, they either don't have symptoms or it's very mild. Mm -hmm. But it's weakening their systems. And so then when it comes around again, because it's going to come around again. Right. They're going to get it and it's going to tear down their system a little bit more and a little bit more. And then like pretty soon we're all going to be these infirm people with these compromised immune systems. We're all going to be in the same boat. You're literally going to be Jen. You know, maybe we can deal with it. Yeah. (laughs) Well, hopefully they will get a vaccine. I just found out. We found out today. Okay, heroes of the world are the forty-five healthy people who have volunteered for the vaccine trial. Yes. It contains. They they haven't even tested it on animals. No, they're going straight to humans. And someone, forty-five people are sticking out their arm, and they're healthy because the the vaccine contains live virus. So they're basically heard, by choice infecting themselves with coronavirus. It's I heard that if if it works, it's still going to be like a good year until. It, I can't imagine that they're get getting this the out. Public. Honestly, what they're doing now is they're trying to prep for next year. Yeah. When it comes, because this is like this isn't the end of this. So no. This just view it as this year, you guys. It's shot. This year is toast. Just it's kind of toast. I'm sorry if you had plans this year, but it's not happening. And then you know, don't look at your 401k. Just don't look at it. Just don't do it. Love don't yourself. It, Here's the thing: the economy was good before this happened. So my hope is once, 
because I've been noticing like, I'll watch like the stock market. Like anytime that there's even th- something mildly positive, like the skyrocket, the stock market just skyrockets. So I'm hoping like it's like you'll lose two thousand points and then it gains two thousand points. So I'm hoping by the time this kind of settles down a little bit and companies are back up and running, they can. I hope it doesn't land us in like a permanent recession. Yeah. Because I don't like recessions. Nobody does. They're not fun. They're bad. Through a couple of them. <laughs> not a lot of fun. Not a lot. Of okay. Fun. So what? What? What have are we, we doing? been doing with our time while we're sitting here? I wrote my reviews. Did. I did you. it. I did it. I posted one. So one is up. It's the, I had to finish 809, which was the Green Arrow and the Canaries backdoor pilot. And I have the finale. It's written. I just have to gif it, which will take 15 hours. So. I'm not kidding. That's normally how long it takes. I mean, my finale yeah. review is 28 pages. Wow, that's it gonna could be, a long be one. the longest. I need to compare it to 520. 520. I was gonna say 520. Let's <laughs> look up 520 right long. now because I am. Oh my gosh, on that one, I was literally calling Callie like in tears because <laughs> I was like, "It's never gonna be over. I'm so tired." She's like, "You can actually decide." To stop writing it. Yeah. You <laughs> like, can, wrap you it can, up. You're the like, one no. at the wheel She's here. like, you decide how long it is, Jen. I'm like, no, I don't. It's my brain. It doesn't listen. Okay, we're going. We're just going to look it up without. Okay, so the text is a little bigger. Okay, I think it, it's 27 pages, but the text is bigger. Mm, so this one's longer. Well, it should be longer. It's the final. It's the final one. There's a lot to cover. Like, I know it yeah. was just... Oliver's funeral but you know actually you had to kind of by the time you're starting to get into Oliver and Felicity because then you have to I had to tackle the whole it's actually a fairly deep message that they were trying to send in the finale when you think about the totality of what they were saying about sacrifice and suffering so it, it got you know you know me. <laughs> you got into your feelings. I got a into my bit. feelings a little bit. I was okay for the most part, but I always start to cry in the last five minutes. It's really that's what has been happening, you guys. Why hasn't Jen finished her reviews? I did not need two months to finish my reviews. I was. It was like an actual. She was avoiding it. It was an actual avoidance. <laughs> I was like, I oh, I should write my review, and then I just turned on Twenty Twenty or Daylight. <laughs> Like, no, like I was not <laughs> handling the end of Arrow as well as I thought I was going to. Aww. I was really sad. I was just super bummed. And like, if I finish the review, then it's really over. And yeah, everyone's like, no, Jen, you have to write your season one and season two. Reviews. Yeah, that's not the same. That's backfill. I'm not getting new content. It's the end of the road. We're getting off the train. Sad. But then I was like, oh, there's a coronavirus and I got nothing else to do. So I'm not going to fucking work. That's for sure. So <laughs> I wrote my, my husband has been so funny because I'm like, I'm going to write my review. He's like, that's a lie. Because you've said that for two months. I was like, no, I really did it this time. He was really shocked. Like he was really thinking that once I started that I would just quit because that's happened a lot. <laughs> so <laughs> and then I come find him. And I'm like, let's watch Good Girls. Which, by the way, you should be watching. I am That's an episode behind. Yes. <sighs> I think I'm an episode behind, too. I don't think we watched this week yet. So maybe we'll do that tonight. Okay, spoilers if you have watched, haven't watched Good Girls. One, two, three, four, five. If you haven't oh. turned me off, it's your own fault. Did you get to the part where Rio's back? 
Well, yeah. I mean, I'm only one up behind that. Like, here's the deal. Like, I feel, and this is what I said. So, no, I think I did see. Okay, I haven't gotten. Coronavirus. Um, I was saying in the finale last year that her shooting him is really not a deal breaker for them. It's gonna. It's kind of a little bit like foreplay. So I feel confident that these two crazy kids are gonna work it out you in know, the end. I'm gonna say something controversial. Okay, are you ready? I'm ready. I'm kind of over them. <gasps> Why? What I happened? Just, I don't know. I just I watch and I have no interest in them being together. Well, it's a it's an interesting like. Well, here's the thing: they got together. They gave us the sex. Yeah. It feel you know what you could be. Oh, I know what could be happening with you. Because that's because it's happened with me in Timeless. Because once the two characters in Timeless like banged, I was like, I'm done. I have no interest in them anymore. I just needed them to have sex, and then I was like, I don't care if they end up together or not. Whatever. So, like, I think it was just, like, it's, like, the will-they-won't-they-push-pull. You just, there's a lot of sexual chemistry. Now they've had sex, so it's, like, whatever. I don't think that was it, because I was fine <laughs> with them. I was fine with them up until the end of last season. And then, like, I don't know, her shooting him, I, it, I don't know. Well, I, I think her shooting them dampened my interest in them. I mean, it is a little, it is a little else. dark. I mean, three like, bullets. I'm not saying it's a it's a deal breaker, but like if they get together, can I really root for that? But like, no. I can't see them getting together at all this season anytime soon because he's yeah, pretty pissed about her shooting. He's like rightfully so. Like and he wants to kill her right now, which is like, yeah, that's fair. Maybe. I don't know. I'm just, I'm just not. And he's not. a bad guy. It's not like, hey, he's like this really great guy deep down. Like, they're not even pretending he's a good person. Like, okay, they threw the son in and he's he likes his son. But, like, he's a murderer. And he kills good people for bad reasons. So, and they're not, they don't seem too interested <laughs> in, like, making Rio more complex. And maybe he's really nice. No, he's not nice. <laughs> And I do think some of the stuff with him was manipulating her. I feel like a lot of it was. Like, yeah. I've, I've seen people be like, oh, look, it's true love. And I'm like, no, it? it's a power <laughs> and control thing. It's a it's, power it's, and control thing. I don't, I don't, like, maybe they, he, he respects her as a person, but eh, I think I'm, it's, I'm not I think willing he to wants, even take it further than that. He sees, know? he sees dollar signs when he looks at her and he wants yeah. her under his thumb so he can control her. And I think he realized that the fear tactic is not going to buy her loyalty. So he, he went the other direction. Also, he just wanted to have sex with her. So. <laughs> but yeah, I don't, I, I'm not like, oh, it's true love. No. Which is, like, weird for me because I'm normally, like, very into, like, the the romantic, shippy stuff. But I am i don't normally do the dark and twisty. But I for this one, I am. This is, like, this one. And I think that's about it. Maybe Raylo if you want to classify it as that. Um, What else are we watching, Callie? I feel like well, you just let's finished see. something. I, I mean, I'm always watching I know. She something. watches so much shit. I have no idea. <laughs> I, of course, I watched Love is Blind. We already talked about that. Yeah, we did um, Love is Blind. 
The Circle on Netflix is really good. Is it good? That's like the social experiment where they like, it's through social media? Yeah. It's really fun. I really enjoyed that one. That was my treadmill show. And I just, it was, it was a lot of fun. And let's see what else have I been watching. Oh, we've been binging Schitt's Creek. Oh, yes. And let me tell you, that show is a delightful little golden nugget in this turd pile of a world we live in right now. <laughs> like, honestly, God bless Shit's Creek. And it's sad. It's They're doing their final season right now. Like, they're so close to the last ever episode right now. So it's, it's like all done. But it's like, it's still there and it's beautiful. So if you haven't watched Shit's Creek yet, give it a shot. The um all the the seasons except for the last one are all on um what you call it Netflix, and the last season has been airing on Pop. Hmm. Really? So, they moved, wasn't it on FX? I don't know, but the last season is on Pop. Oh, weird. So Pop is such this, a great channel because they have Pop all, like, is the one that picked up one day at a time. So Pop has 90210 pop. pop would do one tree hill it was like it's like pop is my childhood it's my teenage years pop pop has some taste so <laughs> everyone's like that's taste yes it is it's taste lucas um, and peyton forever <laughs> let's see uh what else have i been watching i have an old school suggestion what's that if you have not watched the west wing please do so it's not like if you're a conservative person, it's still very liberal, but it's just a good show. I love it. My husband and I are just turning like as I'm giffing stuff. He's like, what do you want to watch? I'm like, I can't be paying attention to it. He's like, he always picks West Wing. Like if I don't have to pay attention to it and he just can rewatch it and I know what's happening. He's like, Let's we've been watch watching Better Call Saul. OK, we a. discussed watching that. We started with the first episode and I kind of got bored. Is it like best breaking bad in the sense that breaking bad was a little bit of a slow burn to get really revving it's it's a slow burn yes but the the stuff that made breaking bad really good is the stuff that makes okay better call Saul good like you can tell it's the same the same energy there because it's it's snappy you know the writing is just really good and Okay. The craftsmanship of the show is I'll really I'll give it a good. shot. But it is a slow burn. Okay. And you just kind of have to. I've been very impatient lately. It's part of the problem. So I'll... If you're impatient, maybe wait for a time when you're feeling a little more patient. But it is good. So. Well, we're going to finish Lost once I finish. Once I get the Yay. review posted. So I will finish Lost with Callie and then we'll do a podcast on Lost. Lost. Listen, be I'm thinking like after about. we finish that, I might just go through and rewatch it again because why not? This I mean, is, fair. <laughs> this is how I live my life. I, I love that girl rewatches Lost. I would say you're on like a three month cycle, <laughs> or you know maybe it might. Let's push it out to six, maybe. Okay. But <laughs> <laughs> at least twice a year you rewatch that show. At least it, twice like, a year. Whenever I don't know what to watch, I watch Lost. I don't even rewatch Buffy. I don't rewatch it. I just love Lost so People much. have asked me to write Buffy reviews. Really? I don't think it's going to happen. Here's the thing. When I'm obsessed with a show, like Arrow, mm-hmm. I watch it, rewatch it while I'm 
obsessed with it while right. while it's happening or whatever the obsession is happening like doctor who when i was into that i rewatched it a lot while i was into it mm. but then when i got into arrow i stopped rewatching doctor who and i was rewatching arrow mm. but like lost is one of those things that i can rewatch anytime that's easy, just easy. your forever love that's my forever love you know so that's why when people ask me what's your most favorite tv show without a doubt lost i mean i rewatched it heavily for years like for years, but I think once I stopped rewatching it after I had my daughter, so it's been about twelve years since I've really sat down and watched a Buffy episode. You know, sometimes it's it's okay to leave things. I need in a particular a, well, time. yeah, I kind of needed to like. I mean, I have like I have at least the first four years every episode basically memorized, like show t- like episode <laughs> titles and yeah. I was like, okay, I have to move on with my life. A little that bit. was me with Doctor Who, right? Too. Right. And it was me with Arrow. You know, it's like I when I'm into it, I know everything about it. Part of my hesitation with doing the reviews is because I listen to like what I do now. This is like the one Buffy thing I do. There is a um, guy on YouTube who does Buffy reviews. Um, I'm going to find him because I can't remember the name of the title of the YouTube channel because it's really good. He like goes super in depth it's amazing why am i why is he not he just did an episode i love youtube reaction watchers there was a a gal american mum on youtube did lost like last year and i loved watching her reaction videos just absolutely loved it those things are my crack man okay i got it passion of the nerd that's awesome he's awesome like he is so what i i mean if you're like oh jen you should do like your in-depth review yeah i can do that with buffy but he already does it and i don't have to spend 15 hours putting a video or writing a review so just watch passion of the nerd that's <laughs> what i say basically go. like put me down for name. he's not as big of a bangel fan as i am but he's not necessarily a huge buffy fan either like he's 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 a good neutral like i watch his buffy and angel like i'm like like i was really excited when he did amends and then moderately bummed because he didn't get as excited about it as i did but like he <laughs> <laughs> like from the spirituality side of it and the symbolism and like bringing in you know, other literature and philosophy, like, he's A+. plus. Like, he makes me realize stuff. So, Fair but yeah, it's like, okay, I could do it, or I could just watch Passion of the Nerd and not have to do any of the work. You know, doing <laughs> reviews is something that you have to really, really deeply be invested and involved with the show to do reviews so i i respect that people are like oh do a review do a review but it's like it's not as simple as being like okay i'll just do a review well it's a little bit different like okay like if you're a writer for entertainment weekly or tv line or something that's your job (laughs) and i actually like tested that out i wrote for tv fanatic for a little bit and i was writing about shows that i did not give a shit about like teen wolf i found i couldn't do that and like, I, I, yeah, I, I didn't could, enjoy but it. I didn't like it. No, yeah. I, didn't I didn't like, like it. it. I really no. didn't like it. And in fact, my husband, I mean, I was staying up till two o'clock in the morning writing Teen Wolf reviews because it was, there was deadlines and all this other bullshit. And he was just like, he was like, I understand 
the crazy way that you, you know, you stay up really late because you like have to get this out. And it's like, a, it's a, like an actual physical, mental, like, I was like disease. He's like, sure, let's go with disease <laughs> and he was like for arrow. Like, I get that. He's like, I don't understand why you're staying up till two o'clock in the morning after you've just worked all day to write teen wolf. Yeah, like, yeah, that's fair. He's like, are you even having fun doing this? I'm like, not really. No. And he's like, and you're making yourself exhausted and you're going to get sick. So how about we stop doing this? I was like, yeah, that's fair. So <laughs> I I tested out the let's write for other websites kind of thing, but I don't enjoy writing about shows that I get assigned to that I'm not invested in. And, same. you know, it was kind of the same thing with Telltale TV. They were awesome. I mean, if you want to write for a website, I would suggest two websites to you. Uh, talk to Telltale TV and talk to Jen at Just About Right. She's fantastic. And she needs writers too. So if you're like, hey, this is something I want to try out, I would say Just About Right is the best place to start out writing for a show, even if you've never had any experience before. Yeah. Because she's a safe place. But also <laughs> you'll find out that investing that much of yourself into a show that you are only just moderately it's a lot of work i think people I, I think they underestimate how long it can take to write a review if you're gonna write a good you know thorough i'm not saying you have to do 30 pages like i do um i don't do 30 pages on blind spot but you know when you are, have to do something weekly you better really love the show and the people who don't necessarily they just really love writing I think yeah. they just love that portion of it. There are people that... And I love that. writing, too. I just want to write about the topics I want to write about when exactly. I'm writing. And that was my problem mm -hmm. when I was in school. Yes, mm -hmm. I was very good at writing in English projects and papers and all this yep, stuff. Yep, same. But I... And reading, I love to read. But did I like to read and write about things I didn't want to read and write about? No! Were you totally <laughs> burned out on reading and writing when you left college, when you're done with college? Absolutely. I, I didn't so write fried. for ages. What did you major in again? English. Yeah. Okay. So I was an English minor. Here's what happens when you major or minor in English. They break you. They take four years to suck whatever joy you have found in writing and reading. They suck it out of you until you can't even look at a book. Here's the thing. I read, but I read like what I wanted to read and I didn't want to write. Well, and part of my thing was, is I was married and had a baby like right. very shortly after. Yeah, same. And so the I whole was having a baby really that. blows up your life. That's, well, <laughs> I found having a baby just sucked my creativity. Just well, it's like, everyone's like, well, what, can't you read when a baby's asleep? Listen, when the baby sleeps, you, you sleep. sleep. That's the rule. <laughs> like, okay, if you guys want to have like a little bit of a glimpse of what it's like to have a newborn at home. Go look at Italia Ricci's Instagram yes. slash Twitter. <laughs> Isn't she the because best? Because I feel like I feel like she's giving honest, you a little bit of a taste. It's an of honest what it's representation like. of what this is. Like it really does mm -hmm. suck out your soul, mm -hmm. and so. But like you're happy having your soul sucked out because you really love this little blob of flesh and cuteness. It's just you know you're exhausted. You don't have any energy. You're absolutely anything. drained. And that's why by the time they're about two years old, you like your tolerance for their bullshit is gone. By the time, exactly. <laughs> by the like, time you're so mean to your child. No, I'm not. No, no. <laughs> we're all we're all just surviving here, fam. No. <laughs> like my sister used to ask because I've been posting. Uh, I'll get back to it because I've been posting on Twitter videos of Lauren when she was itty bitty because they're super cute. Uh, and my uh, and Lauren, what did? 
Oh, a photographer said that she's like she looks like Cindy Lou Who when she was like when she curled <laughs> her hair like and she talked like Cindy Lou Who. So it's like that level, like your classic cupie doll, blonde, blue eyes, adorableness. And my sister was like, I don't understand how you discipline that. I mean, look at her. I'm like, I'm immune to her cuteness. She came from my yeah. body. It's not it's a, it, like it I have no nothing. There's me. like nothing that works. <laughs> It's never worked on me. It's worked on her father like a charm. But like with me, it's like, no, you have to breathe on your own. Take out the breathing tube. Like when I got home after having her in the hospital and I got home and they were going to let me work from here. That's what work from home for that year to keep her out of daycare because she was a preemie. And I was so excited. And I told my boss, I was like, I'm going to get so much stuff done during the day. And he's, he's 10 years old and he had two kids. He's like, sit down. <laughs> so he's like, are you sitting down? I'm like, yes. He's like, you will not get anything done during the day. Not a goddamn <laughs> like, thing. Like absolutely nothing. He's like, you nothing. will be working at night. I'm like, no, I won't. He's like, okay, I'm going to give you 48 hours and we're going to, it's like, he was like, it's like a bet. <laughs> and then like two days later, I'm like, I'm just going to work at night. He's like, and there you go. <laughs> he's like, oh, wee little mother who's completely clueless. This is how it works. And he was right. Yeah. He was right. These little so anyhow, what were we talking about? Oh, we were talking about shows, and then we talked about how kids suck the joy out of your existence. It is snowing here. Just feel like I, I didn't need really to know it snows in Reno. That's a thing. <laughs> I didn't know that. I didn't know that. <laughs> oh, honey, it's, it's okay. <laughs> I mean, are you really, uh, you're not really that surprised I'm confused by geography. No. That's not surprising. Not. That Please tell like me you don't much. think we're near Vegas, though. That I know you're heart. not. <laughs> Who is, Jen? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> if it helps any, just to get kind of like a little bit of a bearings, like, do you know the relative distance between like San Francisco and Las Vegas? No. <laughs> or San Francisco and Los Angeles. I think maybe a little bit because I think I might have driven. No, I haven't even driven that. I can't explain to you the amount of lack of knowledge that I have about the United States and geography. We're closer to San Francisco than we are to Los Angeles or Vegas. I think I underestimate how big Nevada is. Nevada kind of goes along the, the length of California, to, for the most part, to, to a certain point. Okay. And. and oh, yeah. I do. Okay, I remember now. I just got a visual. I'm a very visual person. I just got a visual of Nevada and California. Yeah. I'm at the part of Nevada where it bends. Oh, okay. I know where that is. And the bend is where Lake Tahoe is. Okay. And then isn't Reno further south? No. North? <laughs> Reno is at the bend East. where Lake Tahoe is. Vegas is at the south. And that's where all the people from Oh, that's LA what I go. meant to say. I was saying Vegas yeah. at the south. I meant Vegas. I, I did, really. Mm -hmm. I did. I just said Reno. <laughs> I do this all the time. Like, uh, Nick will tell me to go right, and then I go left because I I have, like, the, the, the switchy thingy. I think it's, yeah. like, an actual thing. It's, like, it an actual, actual mental thing. thing. And so now whenever he tells me to go right or left, he has to, like, physically point. Like, I need a visual. See, now <laughs> I'm used to working with people like that. And when Kyle and I were first dating, 
he would i would i'm the navigator because i have an amazing sense, sense of like direction right and i always know where i'm going at any given time even if it's someplace i'm unfamiliar with like i just know where to go wow and so he would ask me like which way do i turn and i would point and he'd be like use your words <laughs> No, I need the point. <laughs> I would be perfect with you because I. He we could so travel the world together. My I'm a great pointer. <laughs> my 12 year old daughter has a better sense of direction than I do. Like she has learned in just her life of experience of going places with mommy that she needs to remember where we park. She needs to remember like what door we came in because I forget. And so, like, it's helpful to me that she has just learned this. And she's so Lauren is a combination of Nick, my mother, and then a little bit of me. So it's literally like shopping with my mother. Like she's I'm better at like people, keeping track I of can, time. She's like, I can walk out of a store inside a mall and know which way to. That's walk. my sister. Like you plop her down in the middle of a city she's never been anywhere, she's never been to, and she's fine. She can sort it out. I can find your car in a parking lot. She can lot. read maps. <laughs> I oh, I love maps. <laughs> I don't like maps. I'm I better at maps, but I eh. will sometimes just like open up Google Maps on my laptop and just like scroll around in Google Maps and like look at things. Like I was so bad at directions <laughs> that my one of my best friends in high school, because I live in Minnesota, and I didn't know how to get to the Mall of America. And she was like, that's just like basic. That's like a basic life thing. You have to know that. Like you have to know that if you're going to live in Minnesota. So literally, she was like, I am teaching you how to get to the Mall of America. Also, I had a car and my license, and she didn't. So <laughs> she wanted to go to the Mall of America. So no, she taught. She was the one who taught me how to get to the Mall of America. That's awesome. I will always remember her for that because now she lives in North Carolina. But yeah, I was just, you know, yeah, it was bad. It was really, I'm really bad. Like, I'm great if you say, oh, it's by Target. Then I know where to go. <laughs> but if you tell me go north, I'm like, what the fuck is that? What's north? That's not a thing. But if you tell me it's Target, I didn't know Target's north, but I know where Target is, so I can go to Target. That's how Nick has had to learn to I'm tell me good things at giving, are. I'm good at giving relative directions like that. Like, I can say it's north to somebody who knows north. Right. But I can also say it's oh, up I by the you. university. And they'll be like, okay, that's north. I, you know, I used if, to work in a kid's clothing store. It was my little dits job. Uh, and <laughs> they would come in. They'd ask me how to get places. And I would just laugh because I was like, no. boy, did you pick the wrong store? And then I would go get my manager. And she would tell them. I didn't even try asking me where to go. Well, I, I could tell them, okay, it's by this or this, but they wanted like street names. I'm like, fuck that. I don't know street names. Like, don't you live in this town? I'm like, yeah, that doesn't mean I I'm know excellent. shit. When we moved, we moved to a completely different part of town. A part of town like that where we lived before, we didn't drive in this area oh, very much because we, everything we, we like, we wouldn't just drive through this area. So when we first moved here, it was, you know, a couple weeks of like, okay, this is where this street goes. This is where that street goes. This is a nice little shortcut going down this street. Like, taking the kids to and from school, I, like, learned where all the little places go. And, and so Kyle has been getting frustrated in the car because I'm like, turn down this street. And he's like, why? And I'm like, because it's a shortcut. Just go this way. Yeah. <laughs> and he's like, how do you know this already? I'm like, this is just what I do. <laughs> we would be perfect. We can travel together. It would be perfect. <laughs> yes. Just Excellent. give me the map. <laughs> anyway, so that's the story of me and Cal and directions. Yep. Aren't you glad that you're doing a podcast? I All know. right. Back to life. 
arrow things. Oh, arrow. Yeah. Um, I'm looking at mm. our watch over. So it was funny to me because I just wrote the 811 review. It's funny to me, like, as I was redoing, rewatching. It's so crazy how different it is from, like, one half of the show is still, like, 716, and then there's just the Canaries. I thought it felt like very, like, two different shows the first time I watched it, but then when I watched it again, I was like, it's really bad how these two things do not blend together. It's really bad. And I really hope they fix it. <laughs> it ain't good. It ain't good. Uh, <laughs> Rebecca. Do you think Oliver saved Shadow even if they didn't stay close? I like to think that she reunited with her sister. Well, I'm here, Rebecca, to dash all your hopes and dreams. I don't Sorry. think he saved Shadow. Here's the thing. Oliver didn't save his father. Why? Because Oliver knew that his journey on the island was important to shape him into the man that he became. And I think you could extrapolate that to everything that happened to him during those five years away. I don't think he changed anything about those five I years. I mean, I would love to, to think about Maceo and Akio and, you know, they're all... Ma they all got to live, live in Hong Kong, and... but I would... I mean, I know for sure they didn't uh, save Shadow because they replayed the scene, the flashback scene of, of Shadow dying. And then yeah. they replayed, you know, they the it was actually a deleted scene from 223 where Oliver is imagining he saved his mother. Okay, that came real. But Slade actually, he still came after Oliver's family. Mm -hmm, it's just exactly. Oliver was able to save Moira. She just, she just didn't die. So in order for Slade to have done that, Shadow has to be dead. So, I mean, they changed some stuff. So there, there was this argument that Moira made, and I disagree with it in the review. I get into it more in the review, where she was like, Oliver... Uh, didn't bring, you know, he brought back the people whose deaths didn't change him. And I understand what she was trying yeah. to say with that, but I think it was a poor way of saying it. I, I think it was extremely poor because I think it confused folks. <laughs> right. It's like, okay, Tommy didn't change him. What are you talking about? He stopped killing and didn't, you know, set him on his hero and he wanted to be a hero. And yeah, are you freaking kidding me? What they're trying, what they were trying to say, and they bumbled it, is there is certain suffering that Oliver had to go through in order to be whatever he was going to be. And as yeah. an all-seeing God, he was able to see which one of those deaths was actually required for him to be Green Arrow and which ones weren't. I also think that now, there's... Yeah, I feel like like we're ignoring the, the shady aspect, which was they wanted to keep Laurel. Right, and then you get and into the Laurel aspect back. and it gets worse. Like their <laughs> explanations get so much worse once you hit the Laurel explanation. I, and I go through this in the review because I just, you know me, I'm like, okay, give me your reasons. And I rip it to shreds, every single one of them. They make no sense. None whatsoever. Even Mark's explanation of, oh, you know, if there wasn't a spinoff, we probably would have chosen to keep, maybe would have decided differently and brought Laurel back. And my thing to that is, where is the rule that there can't be two Laurels? Like, there's still a multiverse. They don't know about it, but it still exists. There were 357 of her characters existing in the previous. It, like, that's not, like, the spinoff really shouldn't be a factor because none of the other characters that they brought back to life are going to be a factor in the spinoff. It's like, well, why doesn't Tommy come and see, you know, 
Oliver's daughter and or where's Tom like you know where's Tommy in 2040 they're not going to address any of that so it doesn't they were going to address where you know real Laurel is and you know well now that there's one uterus or uterus why there can't be a black siren and a laurel they're 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 different enough people and they wanted to keep they just wanted her dead, dead. they don't what i actually think dead. it's a point of 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 stubbornness yeah because i think it was like they really intended to never bring her back and then they have all this black siren shit i think this is like they always said that she's gonna stay dead and they're just like they're digging in their feet about it like, we said she's going to stay dead, that this is the one death that's going to be permanent. Fuck you, world. That's what we're doing. And I also think this was them choosing the better of the two characters. One Laurel is more than enough to handle. Like, seriously. Especially for these writers. They can barely keep it together when there's one version of her. Forget when there's two. So I think for them, to me, this feels like, yet again, a public acknowledgement that E1 Laurel was a shit character, and they erased her so they could start over with Black Siren, who's still wildly problematic in multiple ways, but she's better than E1 Laurel. That's my stance. I suppose. But literally nothing that they say (laughs) in the show are actual reasons why Laurel can't come back. No. No. Like... Like, Quentin says that, you know, there's nothing about you that needs to be fixed. Everything about Everything needs to be fixed. <laughs> and then I feel like there was something else he says to her. She says to him that, you know, these were the people that Oliver wanted to bring back. And he says something. And the way that he says it, I was like, are we really just like chucking overboard all the people Oliver has lost? It's like basically he doesn't give a shit about uh, Robert Queen. It's like what are you even talking about? It's it's actually ludicrous the amount of nonsense that comes out of their mouths in order to make. I'm looking it up in the review because it bugs me so much. Because I wrote it down, I wrote down the quote. Uh... Oh yeah, I got crabby at Moira. Because, oh, this is the wrong review. I got crabby at the Moira thing because her wandering around, like, you know, that didn't change Oliver. I'm like, are we really saying, like, Tommy dying didn't change Oliver? Like, come yeah, on. Yeah, we are. Come on. We're saying that. Come We're on. Saying Just it. so Laurel doesn't have her little itty-bitty <laughs> feelings hurt. I'm like, oh, my right. God. Yeah, it was it was really lame and, and vague. So what else were we asked? Uh Okay, television recommendations. We'll just keep doing that. Oh, if I had triplets, what would I have named them? I feel like you came up with the names. One was going to be, I think I was, I was pretty strong on Robert Thomas for a boy. One of them had to be a boy. I like, yeah, that's a good name. I, was, I don't like the name. Lucas. I don't. I hate I that name. You, I mean, I don't hate the name. I just. I hate the name. I I like <laughs> the name in real life. I don't like the name in on Arrow. 
I, I like don't like names. the name in real life or on air. <laughs> I just don't I like just, that name. I don't know. Like, I get, I like oh, Felicity either. loves Lucas. I was like, I like on shows when they choose names that relate to other characters sometimes, or particularly if it's like, I don't know. I just wasn't a fan. And it felt like a throwaway line because they knew it was going to be a girl. Exactly. Oh, it didn't like, matter what name. What the name was. was. Let's out. just say we like Lucas. That's probably somebody's kid on production. So, um, just didn't feel like a real well thought out. What names do I like? I mean, I, they did the Moira thing, and I was very much about Moira being one of the names. Um, people think I'm crazy, but I, I, I firmly believe Oliver would have named her after um, his mother. So that worked for me. I think I was very much either two girls. Actually, I was two boys and a girl. So Robert Thomas would be one. And then... I don't know. I haven't thought that much about the names. I'll think about that and see if I can come up with another one. But yeah, sorry guys. I don't really like other than just like coming up with the thing in my head. <laughs> I don't like go down the road very much. <laughs> like I haven't no, named them I don't yet. Either. You know what I mean? It's like I want this happen, thing. So much. Right. And I want this thing, but like I haven't like actually put it in play in my yeah. head. If I actually got it yet. Yeah. <laughs> Someone wants us to go back to the beginning. And discuss seasons. That would be fun. We can start doing that. Like, discuss 1A, discuss 1B, not every episode. I think we're going to start doing that once I start. We're going to have to, probably. Yeah, yeah. we're going to start doing that. I think the best thing to do would maybe try to coincide it with when I post my season one and season two reviews. But that's not a necessity. We might start sooner. Because I've written nine episodes. I've written nine reviews for one. I was up to. I was up to. Episode nine to the mid season. Um, yeah, I wanted to call out the fic drive. If you're not following quarantine the fic drive, and chill fic drive. Yep, go on to Twitter for quarantine and chill. If you write. Write something. If you read, read the things and enjoy yep. and chill. It's a good, it's a really cool fic prompt that Cal has, Cal and Lexi have created because they are Bingo wonderful. Cards. Um, we got a little question about Steve if we've been watching his Instagram live videos. No. I'd rather be shot in the head. <laughs> The Listen, only thing what I've, I've been what I've been watching are the penguins wandering around the aquarium looking at <laughs> fish. Like that's what I'm watching. I'm not watching. My daughter Steve. showed me a care. video of a llama chasing a dog. It was hilarious. Oh, God, that's the content we need. Not Steve <laughs> blathering about whatever else. I don't know. I don't. Like I guess. Oh, I didn't realize that he's. I was a little like, why is he posting on Instagram and not Facebook? I guess he hates Facebook now. So. <sighs> The only thing I've seen is where he was uh, sighing, uh, sighing about something that Cassandra was saying. Yeah, that's what I saw too, and that was enough. So yeah, yeah. I just, I just like it's okay if you love Steve and you like want to hear everything that he has to say about everything from now until the end of time. That's fine, but that's not me. <laughs> like. He's not going to be talking about Oliver and Felicity anymore. So yeah, there was a that was a that was the big hubbub when I saw that on my timeline that he said he would. You know, someone asked him on the Instagram live if he would come back to like Green Arrow and Canaries or would he guest star. I 
thought it was a great answer, to be honest. And he was I'm like, like I'm good. good. Stay away. Like, he at least understands the whole when it's done, it's done. And I admire that stance. When something is done, I just let it be done. I don't think it's necessary for him to no. come back, particularly. I mean, me, I mean, I guess the only show I think that maybe it would make sense is Green Arrow and Canaries, but. We don't need him for anything else. I so. really don't need him on The Flash. I really don't need no. him on Supergirl. You know, you have to keep in mind that all these other Arrowverses, the he, Oliver didn't have any interaction with these people except one time a year. And can we just discuss for a second that those shows are all... Are they tanking? Well, no. They've they've all halted production. Yeah. And they're saying that production's done for the year. Yeah. I that And, like, can you imagine, like, if Arrow hadn't mm. ended when it did? Like, being, like, all of a sudden, like, in the middle of... Season three. Bee, you don't... Yeah, you don't the get The B side of the... the Yo, oh, my God. Like, That's just done. <laughs> it's like... Oh, oh my God. <laughs> No, it's like God. a whole season you got to scrap, which sucks. Yeah, Legacies is That's... done. They shut down the Flash. Um, I'm, yeah, I was a little like, I mean, a little bit, oh, ha, ha, because our show's done. And I was like, and like, I'm two so months, glad our show is done. Two months later, I'm like, well, ha, ha, your shows are done too. <laughs> well, it's like, our show is at least done with a conclusion. I know, I'm going Yours to hell. is just like, yours going is just open ended, done. And you have to wait till October for it to come back. I'm so small and petty. It's beautiful. Like the level of my small and well, petty. Well, and, and Lexi brought up a good point. Like, Melissa's pregnant. Yes. I was so... Can we talk about that for a minute? Because I was very excited she's pregnant. Because she deserves but like, nice things. how are they going to But how show... the fuck do they film around that? She's Supergirl. Well, she had said that she heard that they were going to film... Like start the next season early, like before she was showing. But now they can't do well, that. So like, what are they gonna do? I have no idea. She's gonna be nine months pregnant in the Supergirl suit. <laughs> <laughs> Don't we should laugh about that? But it's so funny. I just got the visual, and there's nothing else you can do but be laugh at that. It's been like Oliver pregnant in the Green Arrow suit. That's just shit. That's just funny. Like when Oliver said that he's going to have the babies. Right. Or no, Steven said. Like you get yeah. the visual you know of Steve pregnant about. and you have to laugh. Oh my God. <laughs> Can you imagine him trying to do the salmon ladder with a pregnant belly? <laughs> 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 We're amusing ourselves here in the quarantine. We've been folks. inside a lot, okay? <laughs> Things are funnier when you're on the inside. Have you been watching? Here's the other thing for you guys to watch. No. Are you walking, watching your world is going to end movies? There's a yes. great selection. I would I'm suggest... watching one right now. Okay, I would suggest starting <laughs> with Outbreak. Get yourself. Uh, that's some... what I started with. Just too. get yourself. Some Always Dustin start Hoffman. with Outbreak. Here's the reason why. Oh, why would you watch? That? Okay, wait, 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 wait. Before you go on. Okay. Outbreak. Dustin Hoffman is the hottest. Dustin Hoffman. I have said what I said. Listen. Yeah. I agree. I'm it's, with you there. It's the military He's not guard. hot. He's not hot. It's, he's not a hot guy, but he's, but hot, he's hot in that, in that movie. movie. Mm-hmm. Because it's the military garb, and it's also, like, how he is about his, his wife. His badassery. And, like, the way he kisses her after she's infected. He's like, fuck this life without you. It's and hot. it's just, like, he was he was really, really, really good in that movie. Yeah. And so, like, it's no, he's not a hot guy. but a like testosterone that's, coming at That's the hottest Dustin Hoffman there is. Yeah. I And I've seen The Graduate many times. I know what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. Yeah, anyway. I never found him to be. 
No, he's not. Like I'm he's not an not. American graffiti kind of like you know graduate. Like he, he I, th- I like older Dustin Hoffman. Yeah. But like some, yeah, some actors he's need not a little bit attractive of gravitas. in me in any way. But that's about as hot as Dustin Hoffman. And is it, yeah, you can blame is. the entire world ending on Patrick Dempsey, which is always kind of fun because him is him that fucking monkey. <laughs> Listen, why did you take that monkey? <laughs> I was gonna like the world ending is all Patrick Dempsey's fault and like p- do a picture of the monkey, but I was a little afraid. <laughs> People wouldn't get it, and then I would no. Get but have you seen so. like Outbreak is is trending in the top ten on Netflix? Here's why you watch Outbreak so. right now, you guys, because it provides you some, some perspective. Because it feels it like the world is ending. It's not ending. We're nowhere near no. as bad as shit got an Outbreak. And then you gotta it do is. like once you do your Outbreak, then you gotta do your Armageddon. I haven't done oh. Armageddon yet. We did. Um, we did the Stand. Oh, that's a good. The one. old. TV miniseries oh, to stand, okay. which is cheesy as goddamn hell, but listen, it also got me excited for the one coming out later this year, which has Cat McNamara in it. Oh, I was excited. Um, was that the Stephen King thing? Yeah. Okay. The I'm not big yeah. on Stephen King, so I haven't watched that. No. Stuff. Listen, my woman. Okay. He's scary. Sta- you, you, the stand is not scary. It's not scary? No. Okay. You've seen Shawshank Redemption. Is that a Stephen King thing? Yes. I didn't know that. So is Stand By Me. I have not seen that. Oh, well, you should. <laughs> but um, no, there's a lot of things that That's he's done that aren't, aren't scary. Okay. That isn't scary. Okay. And The Stand is more the, 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 the whole plague, they call it the super flu, that takes everybody, almost everybody in the, in the, on the planet out. That is just like the intro to the main event, which is the battle between good and evil. Oh, I like that. I also and you've got like God's side is Mother Abigail, Ooh. and the devil's side is Randall Flagg, who is played by Oliver Queen's father. Mm. So when we first watched Arrow, I was like, "Hey, it's the bad guy from Listen. the stand." Okay, have, have so. you ever like okay your list of actors that you're attracted to, like Robert Redford, like that are older? Like, do you have an older set of actors that you're attracted to? Like, I always thought that, like, Robert Redford is hot. Listen, there's actors that are from an older time. I don't necessarily find them attractive when they were older, but, like, I liked them in, like, the old movies. I thought Robert Queen was hot. The snack. (laughs) Well, he he was considerably younger in The Stand, but he was definitely... He was a snack in the pilot. That's all I'm going to say. That's what I like with his pepper, yeah. salt and pepper hair. Well, you should watch The Stand. Okay, I'll watch The Stand. But I did Armageddon and people were like, I saw like, it was like a 6.0 rating. I think it was on Amazon. And I was a little shocked at that. Like, it's clearly an 8 or above. <laughs> You're First goofy. of all, now, it's a where, where do you stand on, on Armageddon versus Deep Impact? Oh my god, this topic is so important to me. It's it so important. important. Because here's the thing. One of these movies is a little bit more realistic than Yes. The other. <laughs> it's so important. And one of them was made by a woman and one wasn't. So I think when you boil too. down to it. <laughs> Like, obviously, production, because they were being made at the same time, and there was, like, a war going on. They were, yeah. like, 
saying fuck you to each other as the filming was going on. It was a race to it was get fantastic. it out. It was fantastic. It was beautiful. The 90s were great, guys. Be sad if you <laughs> missed it. The 90s were great. The 90s were the shit. Um, okay. Like, I was affected by Ben Affleck's performance. Like, listen, Armageddon is great popcorn fan. Yes. Like, that is... If you want to plug an, uh, a disaster movie in that you can turn your brain off and just, like, enjoy the pretty. Right. Absolutely turn on Armageddon. Like, if you want yes. to actually, like, rub a couple brain cells together. You watch, watch yourself some deep impact. <laughs> like, I feel like, this is why I'm saying this is such an important topic. We have to discuss this for a long time. It's very important Because, topic. okay, like, really, it's just kind of rock'em, sock'em funniness. For the majority of Armageddon. And then shit gets Except real. Except for where she has to say goodbye. Right. But then shit gets real yeah. when they turn the nuke on. And then it's like, okay. Then it's like you get your badass Bruce Willis moment. But that's moments. such typical but Michael it's, Bay. It's very moments. Michael Bay. You know what I mean? Oh, it's And it's like, and it's like at the end, they like try to make you think <laughs> Harry's not going to hit the button. But Barry, I mean, he does. I mean, and then Ben Affleck's like, Harry does. doesn't know how to fail. So like, I was very excited. <laughs> I've watched this movie so many fucking times. You have no idea. I haven't memorized. Listen, but like Armageddon when, had an amazing soundtrack. Like, I bought that CD and listened like repeat for but like, like a year. When, it was good. It was really when good. Bruce Willis <laughs> tears the tube and Ben Affleck can't breathe and throws him into the thingy and then they say their goodbyes to each other, that affected me. And then he has well, to say goodbye to Liv Tyler. That affected me. But that's about it. it. That's about there it. There were some lovely goodbyes in Deep Impact. Deep Impact is like, shatter your soul. <laughs> Shit is going down. Nobody's like, going to make it. What about when Tia Leone gives her straw to oh the gal from the ER and her daughter? the baby. And pushes them onto the oh helicopter. Oh, my God. Well, no, she grabs the baby. Like, that's the thing. It's like she the grabbed the baby and the mom's mom running. Like, Where is the baby? The mom. Oh, no. Oh, man. And we she puts the baby on the helicopter. Because it's like and she doesn't like, want her kid to live. I'm, I'm like, oh, my God. <laughs> Like, she doesn't want her kid to live. She's like, give me the baby back. I'm like, I mean, if you're a mother, you should just be like, here, take my kid. I'll just die in the playroom on the fucking, when the fucking wave hits. And Taylor Leone is just so bad. She just grabs her. And you're like, oh my gosh, she's taking the baby. She's going to take the baby. This is so heroic. What about when Taylor Leone's mom killed herself? Oh, and then she's like, and she picks up the phone and she says, when? And you know she's dead. It's like, oh my God. And then she's standing in the rain. And then she tells her dad, I don't have any parents. And like, fuck you, I feel like an orphan. Oh, Stop it. <laughs> so good. Stop what about it. what about when what's her name? The little the girl has to say goodbye to her and mom she, and dad. And, dad. and they oh, give, they her, give the her the baby? You're like, no. Oh. And then she's like, I'll see you later. I'll see you later. I'm like, I am dying. Oh, and then when she has because I was shipping the kids, it's like little itty bitty Elijah Wood and they get married. Yes, and she's like, he gets on the bus and they lost their names. I'm like, that is such a thing the American government that would do was fuck up bullshit. the list. Like you of course. Oh, these people are on the list, and of course, the f- the wife and the and the parents. Like, what was the- one person gonna make a difference? Like, like just know? get on the God blessing bus. Like, he's literally the person that found the comet. If he says these guys are with me, sorry, right? army dudes, put the guns away and get on the freaking bus. It's like, what are you even? And then he t- I appreciated this movie because it showed the breakdown of civilization. And like, uh, things are like. Th- and like every time the and president gets on, who by the way, Morgan, is Freeman. Morgan Freeman. That's who you want Chef's in the White kiss. House when shit's Chef's getting kiss. real. Uh, 
<laughs> but like every time he's like, okay, we're gonna try this, and then we're gonna try this, and we're gonna it try failed. this, and then it, it's it like, failed. oh, it failed, it, it failed. failed, it failed, it and failed. then he's like, okay, uh, y'all are gonna die either in a heat blast or by nuclear winter, or by a wave that's yes. like going like 500 miles in. Like, oh, and then Tail Leone, the best. She takes the picture, and she drives at the opposite way of traffic, and she finds her dad, and they face the wave together, and she says, Daddy. At the oh, end, and she's like, I've missed you since then. It's like, oh, oh my god. <sighs> Anyhow, watch Deep Impact really is good. far superior to Armageddon. Far, so superior. far superior. But they're both good movies. But Deep Impact, my husband movies. was like, like, my husband was, like, channel surfing, and he hit deep, they had Deep Impact on the on the tv it was like on those one of those random cables and he went past it and i actually like, screamed at him i was like what are you doing <laughs> and he's like oh my like he jumped he's like what's wrong i was like that was fucking deep impact turn it on he's like you like deep impact i'm like who doesn't like deep impact and i want to meet them and explain to them how they are the wrong of most wrong that has ever been wrong in the history of the world listen here's another thing about Deep okay, Impact. that was really well, important to me that we talked about that. I'm so glad that we. Well, talked what's about I it. gonna say about Deep Impact? All of a sudden, I like. Well, you were talking about the kid, and then then things were getting so like the the wave happens, like they lose half the country. Yeah. It's bad. It intense. It, oh, and then but as Morgan Freeman said at the end, but the waves. But then receded. Yes, the waters <laughs> receded, and you're like, yeah, I believe it. I believe it. Waters would recede. That's how the they dinosaurs worked, right? <laughs> and you would rebuild and there would be hope. like they're standing behind the newly rebuilt capitol building and I, here's my question do we do the exact same model can't we make some improvements like the white house the white house is kind of a dump um <laughs> but it's familiar and people like it. oh you know here's the other <laughs> reason i really like all these movies because my state we almost always fare really well yeah. like california and new york you're so fucked you're so fucked Every time. You're like smack in the middle. But like I'm a little Midwest and things, you know, things aren't so bad in the Midwest. (laughs) You know what? Listen, I have a whole section on my hard drive for movies that are disaster movies. Okay. I've got like, I can't. Oh my God. Well, then there's, there's containment on Netflix. Containment is good. Gotta watch Oh, is that that. the TV Um, show or is that the actual movie? Oh, the hot zone. No, no, containment on Netflix right now is a TV show, but there was a, it was a limited series. Movie okay, yes, can, there was. A, I'm was talking like, about the movie, not the TV show. Ooh. No, the movie that one that one might scare you if you watch it. I don't know. I think that that, was that the one with Matt brave. Damon. I don't remember. I'm gonna Google it. It was the one with Kate Winslet. It was and and she they like were tracking this virus from China and it was like killing people. Oh, I might not have actually seen that one. It's really good, but it's scary. There's one with Matt Damon. Contagion is Matt Damon, I think. Contagion, that's the yep. one. That one is, um, That makes you never now, want to touch here's, people again. Here's a movie, a disaster movie about the end of the world where <laughs> you don't have to worry about it necessarily happening too much and you can just enjoy like the horrible sights. Mm-hmm. And that is 2012, which is on I have, Netflix I right watched now. that one. That was pretty fun. It is a is. Welcome to part two, coronavirus quarantine. <laughs> some technical difficulties. It's been happening a lot today. We had to start this thing like three times. Sometimes it doesn't like us, guys, and we can't yeah. do anything about it. Okay, so 2012 on Netflix. What are some other ones? Okay. Um, 
feel like those are at least the top five. I mean, Hot there's zone. always there's always the Independence Day movies. Those are good. Terminators are good. Listen, I made Shelby the other day watch Terminator Genesis, which, hear me out. Terminator Genesis is, in my opinion, the most interesting of all the Terminator movies. Hmm. And it's potentially the most shippy. If you hmm. like ships... You watch yourself some Terminator Genesis. And just Which one? Where does that line up in the... It's kind of like a redo. Like, it's, 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 it's different, but what it is is they have different characters playing Kyle Reese and Sarah Connor for obvious okay. reasons. Yeah. But they're still those same characters. And... Okay. So when oh, Kyle, Kyle, Reese goes, oh, yeah. Kyle Reese goes back in time, and then when he gets there, Sarah Connor is already a badass, and she saves him. Oh, I love it! Way around, and it's 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 really really good. Okay, really I'm down. Good. I'm down. I can't believe I missed that one. Oh, it's so good. I love it. I've watched it like several times. I like it so much. And people are like, Terminator Genesis? Really? And I'm like, Terminator? I like the Terminator movies. (laughs) I do too. But like Terminator Genesis, that's like chef's kiss. I love that. Um, I'm like. A Mad Max Fury Road. I've never. Those are the ones that launched Mel Gibson's career, didn't they? The first Mad Maxes. But Fury Road was done in 2015. Oh, that's right. And it's with. Charlize Theron Charlize and Theron. Tom Hardy. Yeah. It's I heard that really they didn't good. really get along it's during the, the filming. They didn't have to. Um, <laughs> it's not that kind of movie. Um, <laughs> but it's good. Um, Maze Runner. Oh, 28 Days Later. 28 Days Later. You're going like specifically for the yeah. viral I know. That's why that's why you watch them because then you're like, "Oh, we're not that bad." But any of these disasters were not that bad. Day after tomorrow, watch that one this morning. It's about like global warming goes rogue and kills everybody. Like that's a good one too because you're like, "Well, at least that's not happening." You know. I've seen bits and pieces of Legion. That's the one where uh God has gotten pissed off at the world and is like yeah, we're going to kill everybody. And then Michael, the archangel, comes to save them because he's like, he feels like God's overreacting. I think it's, I've seen that too. Yeah, it's got, what's his name? Uh, Paul it was Bettany. Pretty, it was pretty uh, violent. Yeah, it was pretty, it was pretty violent. How could I not mention Twister? Oh, Twister was on just a couple weeks ago. It was on TV. We watched it. It was so good. Good Twister's disaster the best. Movie. Solid. Well, how like they, like, are able to avoid all these twisters and not ever sucked into one. It's it's, a it's the best. Um, Helen War Hunt at the, her peak. <laughs> War of the Worlds. Uh, you know, I never saw that. That was the one with Tom Cruise, right? Yes, it's got Tom yeah, Cruise. I never, I never saw that one. It's good, though. Matrix. War of the Worlds is good. I guess you can Matrix. qualify the Matrixes. Matrix, maybe. You know. Um, Edge of Tomorrow is another Tom Cruise one, but it deserves a mention because it's really good and Emily Blunt is amazing in it. It's a time loop movie and I um, love me a good time loop. It's really it's really nifty. And it's a it's an apocalyptic scenario because the world's invaded by aliens and they're like trying to fight these aliens and 
See, the ones that, like, are actual, like, the robots and the aliens, I don't really get that worked up about those ones. The ones, the virus ones scare the shit out of me. Like, 28 Days Later is a, it's a, it's a test of will to make it through it, because it's really scary. It's, it's pretty, that it's, one's, it's like, disturbing. 28 Days Later is a little bit more of a horror movie. It is 100% a horror movie. I would not consider it, oh, it's just a drama. No, no. Dante's Peak. Oh, I love Dante's Peak when the volcano erupts in America. I think. It was in America, wasn't it? Of course it was. Okay, I just want to make sure. You do recall Mount St. Helens, right? Now I do. I don't remember which volcano it was. It was in Southern Oregon. That's right. See, southern, I don't know that I didn't no, really No, Southern I don't Washington, Northern Oregon. It's got some Pierce Brosnan covered in soot. Yes, sir. Really, really. Yes, good. sir. I'll listen to you, Mr. Volcano Man. A lot of disaster. And here's the thing one of my favorite like aspects of these disaster movies is you always have this scientist who learns something bad's going to happen. And he goes to politician or authority figure somebody who has like the power to do something about it and Mm -hmm. says this is gonna happen and that person always says you're full of bullshit stop getting these people all worked up into a panic and then like it happens and that person has to eat their words and there's something incredibly satisfying about me as a petty individual but also like Lots of people die because of it. So it's like, well, yeah, but I mean, they cool. have to eat their words. They feel really bad. They're like, well, yeah, Man, listen I to the scientists. I should have listened to that. Like, person. I swear to you, like, I feel like Dr. Fauci right now is like my grandpa. I'm so emotionally connected to Dr. Fauci. Like, I just want him to be on my TV 24 seven. He's very reassuring in the sense that he's honest, but also like, you know, he's, he's like this little tiny man. So when he says things are going to get worse, I'm like, okay, but he's a little tiny man and it's going to be fine. Is <laughs> that soft spoken? So kind you of... asked, what is your all time favorite Elicity moment? I did. So are we getting Twitter. any answers? We did. <gasps> um, Yay. Sammy sent, sent us. I'm really curious about this. Some good ones. She sent us several. But she see, you said, have to pick one. You can't just keep sending no, no. us. She sent several because you cannot pick just one. Yes, you have to. No, you it's cannot. just one time. No. Girl. No. Girl. <laughs> no. That was the point. You were no. forcing yourself in quarantine to choose one. You can Listen, only save one elicity scene. If one. I if I if I had to pick one, I would really want to pick. 320 <laughs> but i wouldn't because my better head would prevail and i would pick oliver saving felicity from the count in 207 oh yeah that was hot that was good i stuff. feel like i would also want to pick 520 <laughs> or 320 as they I'm, are my really favorite want to. you just really want to episodes but i feel like what i would ultimately go with is the restaurant scene. I knew you were going to say that. I was waiting. Because it's date. I've had a real hard time. I knew it. I was so emotionally affected by that scene. I was like, it's like the most I've ever cried in an Elicity scene. It's beautiful. I was a mess. at all. Um, But anyhow, Sammy said, she mentioned the I'm glue baby scene. 
from seven. Yeah, that was hot. First of all, she calls him baby. The only other baby that we had was when Oliver smashed the glass when she was in like the gas chamber. Yeah. And he and like even then it's like he, he like mouths really it. it. I'm like, come on, yeah. Steve, be a man and say it out loud. And and listen, the idea of Oliver Queen being a baby. Mm. I mean, that's soft. Like I like when that's actors soft. throw it in and you know it wasn't like in the script. Paul Wesley right. did that one time. Like, Elena's crying again, and he's like, hey, babe, and he, like, whispers it. It's so hot. David Boreanaz did it one time with Bones and Brennan. Like, she's injured. He, like, holds her in his arms, and they're not dating. They haven't even really – I think they, they, they did the mistletoe kiss. Like, it, they're, like, it's supposed to be platonic, and he says, I got you, baby. I got you. <laughs> Insanely hot. Her saying baby. It's like mm-hmm. – uh, it makes you wonder what other scenarios that has been said. Because I mean, I have, I feel like we could come up with a list for that. I mean, definitely during could. sex. <laughs> Feels like it would be a natural thing to have happened. So Sammy also suggests the 401 makeout against the pillar in the loft. Yes. Makeout I mean, was... against the pillar in the loft. In the oh, loft. did he put her up against the pillar? No, they, they yes, they, they, they maybe. But here's the thing. That kiss was beautiful in that there was so much like out of focus kind of laughing, kissing. And it I was, couldn't really I enjoy it at the level that it. I wanted to because I knew it was so much fore- foreshadowing for disaster coming towards them. Eh, it, it upset pretty. me. <laughs> pretty. It was pretty. But it's still pretty. <laughs> <laughs> the yin yang kiss in 406. I feel like of all the kisses, that is their most artistic that kiss was something else. Let's <laughs> just It was a lot of tongue, too. And you know what? Here's the thing. You're not supposed to... Like, I've heard actors, you're not supposed to use you're tongue. They like, the way you Unless kiss... Unless both actors are but, like, okay with it. But, like, in the way you case, kiss on screen were. to make it look good, it's not, like, how you really kiss in real life. It's, like, this weird open-mouthing thing. And I am seeing... I feel like I've been lied to by, like, most actors now because I'm seeing actors with a lot of tongue. It's not just Stephen Emily. Like, I feel like Stephen Emily set the bar on that. Like driver uses tongue. I'm like, I just, I'm like very confused. What's the rules? <laughs> I think you have to clear it with your co-star. I feel like Sarah and Boreana's, there was some tongue there. I know for sure there was tongue with Ian and Nina, but they were dating. So that's why you got almost porn during their sex. Domestic so breakfast for dinner night with William. Yeah, that's a good one. That's a good, like, we're forming as a family. I miss that little family. Moment. The second first date, especially when you contrast it with the first first date and how utterly at ease they are. Yes. That and was what was beautiful about that. They were going to have sex. Date. Well, that too. But I mean, like. Because you knew that's how just... 301 should have ended. But they, well, obviously. But here's the thing. I like to state the obvious. That's not even up for debate. I Come just, on. Like, that needs to get mentioned. Sure. Even if it's obvious. But that they, on that date, they were both so much more relaxed. Mm-hmm. Like, even when you watch 301 in the dinner scene, and it is beautiful, Oliver is holding himself rather tensely. He's very, he's tense. He's oh, not he's, as, he's, he's very nervous. He's very nervous. He's yes. very tense. And when you watch the one in 406, or not 406, 604. <laughs> 
but I like him <laughs> Anyhow, his muscles he was, constrict. He was extremely relaxed, and it was kind of beautiful. And then the like, her kissing all over his face was very cute. So that was cute because she has to ditch him. <laughs> How do you and like she it? She says, alternatively, angst moments. I don't want to be a woman you love. Listen, that was not a great moment, Sammy. I'm We're not counting that on you. favorites. <laughs> that bullshit. <laughs> Sammy, to be a woman you love. Stop My it! You God. don't choose What's any red coat of pain moments. Okay, when the elevator opened in the finale, I was very much prepared for her to be in the red coat of pain, but they did it blue. She's in a fluffy blue one. They should have yeah. just done the red coat of pain. Just coat I mean, of pain, just one to be more like time. consistent. Maddie shook. <gasps> She mentioned also 207, but she mentioned that he had you and he was going to hurt Well, that's you. a good question because there's a couple big moments in 207. So which do you prefer? Do Mine, you prefer the North prefer, to make or do you prefer the hey, hey, hey? I prefer him saving her from the count. Listen, I love that there's no choice to make. I think that was very beautiful and soft, but I am who I am. And Are I we dividing it? I can almost divide it into my two. My truth I can almost is... Di- is no the whole thing because it's all one okay. scene. Well, he arrives, hood down. I know it's so hot. Saves her. He stops them like a cheetah. It's hey, like there's so it much sex nothing. in that walk. Oh. You were shot. Oh my god. Like, like the, that whole scene. Like the I testosterone could, coming off of Steve. Like that's my woman. It was, that, it was a lot. That it was a lot. Scene belongs in the Louvre. Like I, I like when Oliver gets a little man cave on Felicity. There ain't nothing wrong with that. He's like, don't Caveman. Because, like, here's the thing. You could even divide that scene. You could do it in the pre, pre-arrow pre and then post-arrows. But really, no. it's just the full thing. It's all the whole thing. It's, it's the, the full thing, thing for me. Like, I actually, I, it actually I would pick that over call. the hand-holding. Let's be honest. It no. starts at the phone call. When he gets it the phone call. It starts at the phone call. But I'll, yeah. I will allow, because there's a cut. No. I'll allow. Yeah. But no, I picked that over the <laughs> hand-holding no choice to make. I love no choice to make. I love no honestly, choice to make. It was, but, you know, it was, was, there was the a lot of hotness itself. coming off of Oliver firing those arrows. Murder has never looked so good. It was, I will never forget me foolishly checking Twitter because I forgot that Arrow's a, a show that airs live and I wasn't quite caught up in my binge. And I just happened to like refresh Twitter and I was like on the elicity tag and all I saw like down the whole timeline was three arrows. Oh my God, three arrows. And I was like, what the hell's happening? Because <laughs> I couldn't watch it for a couple more hours. I mean, like when you think about the fact that you could he could have gotten the job done in and one. I was like, what do you mean three arrows? This what is the man who puts a bullseye into a tennis ball. He didn't need oh, three, but he was like, fucking was- three. You're deader than dead, bitch. That was. Hey, was here's really Lexi representing my interests. <laughs> Thank you, Lexi. I feel seen. She says 320. Okay. Ooh. There, someone picked it, so we don't gotta. Uh, Meg. Oh, we read Meg. Oh, I love Meg. No, we did not. Did we read Meg? No. Okay, we so read it's Sammy. hard to pick from 722. She's got 720. People are not understanding these rules. 722. I'm glue, baby. Don't ask me to say that you don't love me. All of 604. See, this is just a list. It's not just one. Meg. I'm, it's like, Listen, sh- this is Meg so it. Let Meg do it. I'm She's retweeting it. Professional. She gets no, the this is a selfish <laughs> choice question. You're on. No. no. You're picking. One. I defend her rights. One. 
I defend her rights. I'm retweeting this. <laughs> Retweet with comment. That's right, I am. No. This is no. a Sophie's choice no. question. You can pick. Pick one. Because Literally I'm an asshole. There we go. Elicity, take it. Arrow, take no, it. No, you're a bully. Callie disagrees. <laughs> Vehemently. <laughs> Hang on, I can't type. Disagrees. Vehemently. Continues. At, at least his Sammy is acknowledging. She replied to Meg and said, "I love that they asked for a moment, and we both gave lists." Yes, I love her. I just want someone to acknowledge it. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> Come on, I had a thing, and it was like, it was supposed to be just one, and everyone's just doing what they want to do, and I don't get listened to, and then it's fine. All right, back to the thing. All righty. I lost my thing. I tweeted it. There it is. Okay. Okay, so Meg has a lot. All right, so what's your favorite (laughs) out of all of Meg's? 722, tw- I'm glue. Don't ask me say that you don't. I don't love you. All of six of four. <laughs> this is basically just everything of Elicity. All of six stuff. of four is really good. Uh, good stuff in 325, 20, reunion in 707. And then she comes back to, oh, but okay, so she, she comes did, back to firelight kiss in 320. She did pick one. She, she did pick, pick one. She, she did pick? That, that firelight kiss. That's she said, true. But I always come back to this scene. That's fair. Always. That's fair. It she gets owns a, me. I'm liking hers because she. And that's the 320. Rules. I th- I liked it anyhow because I like Meg. There, I said. Well, it, it wasn't. It wasn't liked <laughs> on my end, so I liked Meg. Ha ha, beat ya. All right. Uh, what else? What else? Okay, <laughs> Tasha. Tasha also has a list. I recognize her. <laughs> <laughs> Top of the list is 611. Felicity's speech to William. Oh, it's so good. That's like the the mission statement of the show. That's so good. That would be my number two. I have to put that in the review. Mm. I didn't mention it in the review. Thank you, Tasha. Mm. Because it it goes to my larger. Close second is 410. Oliver, how did you get to be so strong? Felicity, I took my lead from you. Oh, yeah. That's the better for worse two episode. Yes. Which is like really. That was really was a good lot stuff. of romance coming off that ring. See, it's not all bad juju with the engagement ring. I don't get why people hate the engagement ring. There's some good stuff with the engagement ring. All right. 611 Felicity speech. I can throw some gifts. Okay. Um, Tasha. Oliver being Green Arrow. Close second is 410. Oh, yeah, these are good ones. I feel like I lost Cal again. This might be us coming to I'm an here. end. Oh, you're here. Okay, sorry. The, I had a kid asking me There's how to make There's like popcorn. a go silent thing. Sometimes I can't tell if you're on mute or if we really lost you. Yeah, well, you know. It's a thing. It happens. Sh- quiet, you. Have it. I want to mispronounce it. Lons at PK Prime 12. You are my always, and I just want the chance to be yours. Oof. Ugh. Like it really t- you knew Ugh. she was really pissed because those vows didn't work. I know, but those vows was were like, just like, mm. like we did not need 
really drawn out vows later on because that was that was like it. it's covered it was already said you know well like, okay. we needed felicity's Just, vows like, because felicity didn't say anything during that scene but oliver's yeah. vows he covered his bases well felicity said something but she was petty as shit She's like fuck you <laughs> and then oliver like took out the ring and like, laid like his please actually marry me i saw sally <laughs> oh and Liz Marie said, uh, you'll always be my girl. Now, I respect your your, mm. your choice here, Liz, but... He was with Sarah. Well, here's the thing. That scene is too caught up in the in-between 2.13 and 2.14. That's what I'm saying. They, they dialogue teased, you'll always be my girl, before the episode. And I remember <sighs> everybody was going, it Nuts. better not be to Felicity, because everybody was still so fucking mad <laughs> Yeah, that's why I kind of feel like that's why they did it because they knew. Well, the problem was everybody in fandom at the time. They're like, "That is patronizing as hell." It is. It is a little bit. I I know he doesn't mean it as as patronizing, but but it's like it's like you're my girl, but I won't have sex with you because danger. Like it was. It's one of those things that like I can be okay with it now, but like at the time, Lexi's on my side. Who's on your side? Lexi, the question was moment, singular, not moments, plural. So, sorry, Callie, got a side with Jen here. That's right. We're locking that. We're locking that. What? What? And after I gave Lexi she just loves for listen, picking 320? Listen, Lexi loves me more than you. That's completely what this, I mean, factual evidence, that is the only conclusion one can come to. She loves me more. I'm sorry. But in I your defense, betrayed. in your defense, everyone else is blowing me off. So <laughs> Meg is on your side. Would they expect any less from us choosing one? Us? Not a thing. That's fair. <laughs> As I said, Meg is a medical Lot professional. Lot Key says thank she you. Gets extra rights Lot, right now. Yeah, she's on. Sammy's on your side with her list. Um, okay, she picked one though. I'm glue baby. She la- she's lodging her complaint for the unfairness of, this, of the rules. <laughs> I'm 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 I feel betrayed by. Lexi. It's all fair. I'm betrayed. I don't know what to tell you. I'm just a nice person. She just really likes me. It's hard. It's hard to be wrong. <laughs> I'm betrayed. <sighs> oh, Lexi, I'm so disappointed. I know. One fluff. Oh, she's like, one fluff moment. Sammy's going on. One fluff moment, one angst moment from every season minimum. Yeah, okay, we could do that too. <laughs> uh, there we go. Good job, guys. These are some good these are some good moments. But ooh, sexiest line ever that Oliver will ever say is, Don't ask me to say I don't love you. There is no that was scene. Pretty good. Well, it's not even just what he said, it's, it's how, how he, he said it. it. It's like, yeah. whoa. It was a lot. It was a lot, it was Steve. A lot. It was a lot. Like how did she just like pry his hands off her face? And it was walk like away it was like that. peak Steven. Like, damn. Too. Damn, Felicity, you're cold. You're it was hard. like it was a lot. <laughs> his hair needed to be a skosh longer, but it was like it was Steve yeah. Oliver was in good shape. And he was like wearing different colors like blue. Like he was all happy in his he color. He wasn't pantone. wearing like t shirts with, with woolen pea coats. Like, what the fuck was the clothes in season seven? I don't know. <laughs> it was like four layers. I was like, doesn't he get hot? So like a turtleneck, a bad. vest. 
it was a sweater and it wasn't even pretty layers they could have done pretty layers do you see how steven dresses himself left his own devices why in god's name was the wardrobe department listening to him like steve doesn't get to write he doesn't get to make decisions in terms of storyline or writing i listen i know everyone's like oh steve is such a listening fan he would totally make no he wouldn't just trust me on that one. And then you get ripped apart for saying that. You know that. I know. Right? I know. They are, they're already mad at me, but not <laughs> loving Steve. I I complimented him. Like I don't remember when it was fairly recently. Oh, I complimented him in my series finale review because of all the things he said about Elicity in the before the final bow whatever pre thing was and I said that he had earned the right to call himself captain of the Elysti ship. <laughs> She's my girl. She is my girl. Here we go. Shell is Shell my is girl. Shell is speaking for the disenfranchised. <laughs> Listen, I'm following enough rules regarding social distancing as it is. If I'm ain't gonna rebel now, if I'm gonna rebel right now, it's gonna be sending a list of moments, and I ain't even sorry. We're gonna retweet that. I love her. That's fair. <laughs> she's, she's my boo. <laughs> we all must survive. <laughs> there we go. Oh, this is funny. This is funny. Lexi, love. I love you forever, Lexi. <laughs> I'm so disappointed and hurt, Lexi. You have to make it up for me. It's completely fine. <laughs> you like me. What? Are we just like doing us on Twitter? Better. It's <laughs> kind of dissolved into that. We got to move on. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Uh, we'll find actual other topics. <laughs> oh, Infinite Canvas. She is the best bidder in the whole fandom. Oh, she is a lovely. The moment lovely. he carried her up the GD stairs. I. I've watched Infinite Can- Fanda Canvases. I've watched her fan vids. Because that was part of my uh, avoiding the review was that I couldn't watch any Elicity fan vids. Woo, Nelly. She the does. The moment he uh, carried her up them goddamn stairs. In the smoke. That, that it was, choice has rights. Because it was smoky and there's a spotlight on them. I mean, well, he could have just also, put her up against a wall for five minutes. That would have been okay. Also, I feel like I need to point out, Emily knows how to be carried. Oh, I know. Like she's this. all snuggled. She's like, she's like a little, she's like a little koala baby. All snuggled in. <laughs> and he's just, look at him go. I know. <laughs> upstairs. He has no oxygen. His oxygen <laughs> is nothing. And yet. <laughs> Waxing. That's love, bitch. That's this. love, bitch. I could watch this gif for another 15 minutes. Just leave me here. Yeah, it's really nice. It's just, it's a lot. There's a lot happening with I Steven, like and like his pants feel extra tight. They he's like sidestepping because the leather yeah. is so tight. It's very. That's tight. how I like my leather. That's like how I like my leather, Mr. It's Oliver Queen. Tight. See, I'm not totally negative about Steven. I'm positive in terms of Oliver Queen, <laughs> who is <It's> fictional. <laughs> Okay, but I had to tell you which one that Infinite Canvas did that had me. I want to get the name of it right because it had me um, want to crawl into a hole and die. It was so good. Oh, the Queen family, remember me. And I'm going to tell you why. 
Because when you start out the video, it starts with Tommy. Remember that scene when Tommy was telling the little boy who lost his mother that he could still see his mother in dreams because that's what Tommy does with his mother? That's the fucking voiceover for the whole video as they are showing Queen family clips. Done. End of me. So yeah, if you want to be like a shell of a human being, head over to Infinite Canvas vids. They're super great. I love them. But bring Kleenex because you will cry. You will cry and you will cry and you will cry. All right, is she has really good fan vids. I She's like, well, here's the thing. Them. Like a lot of vidders from the Elicity fandom stopped vidding them like after season four. Shell gave us her, her list. Oh, good. What's Shell's list? <laughs> I expect you to read it. <laughs> okay. You're such a bitch. All right. Confession in 320. Her confession in 320 and him removing her glasses. No, my glasses in 320. I'm going to argue that her speech to William while watching Oliver fights also comes as a Lizzie moment. Somehow one because it always kills me when he sees her alive visiting him after expecting her to be dead. All right. That's a pretty good list. It gets a little red heart. Oh, my God. EK Rocks, the crossover wedding. Number one swoop. Elicity pissed off all the canon fanboys. Lorivers, West Ellens, and we got Endgame. I would, I would have preferred it to be not be a double wedding, yes, but in life there's always a silver lining. <laughs> okay. Lex says that she loves us both equally. Yeah, I'm not buying that. Sure, honey. <laughs> Play that one somewhere else, Lexi. We'll go with that. <laughs> Winky face. <laughs> I'm, I'm hurt. Okay, but anyways, back to Vidian. So there was a ton of Vitter exits because everyone got so pissed in season four. And then from season four to season five, it took them so long to get them back together. People just didn't have the stamina to stick with it. So I feel like when did Infinite Canvas start making her vids? Because I feel like she came into our lives like at a time where we needed her the most. I'm going back to her channel feed because I can't remember. I feel like I discovered her later in life. Okay, she started two years ago. So that's season six. Yeah, she started in season six. So literally she swooped into our lives when there was this deficit of fan vitters and she is like, like even if there was a shit ton of fan vitters, she would be among the top five in my opinion. And she is just like, and she's consistently vitted Elicity all the way through the end of the series and they're, every single one is fantastic. And I love her so much. So go subscribe to her channel because she's the actual best. That was my little infinite canvas plug. I'm double checking the news to make sure that we're not all dying during the two hour. Everything looks fine. <laughs> Nobody's dying. Did you see Oprah was trending last night? Was she? Okay. I, here's, here's how it went. I log into Twitter. I see Oprah is, is trending. That she got arrested. I'm not kidding you. This was the number one trending thing on Twitter. She got arrested. This? this was last night. She was trending because she got arrested. There were some tweets that she was arrested for, like, sexual abuse or something. It was horrible. 
So I just went to Oprah's what Twitter. I know. I was like, this is like the most horrible thing to come out of freaking this, the COVID quarantine. So I go to her Twitter and she finally tweeted that she has no idea why she's trending. Something horrible is trending about her and it's absolutely not true. So whoever started that bullshit, that's not what we need in a time of crisis. Don't take Oprah from us. We already have to deal with the life and death status of Tom Hanks. Oh, I know. What's that? <sighs> like, I'm really about? worried about Tom. It seems like Tom's doing He's okay. He's better. He's in Australia, too, so. He's fine. Don't worry about him. Um, Just Randy liked the prison reunion in 707. Oh, the forehead kiss, Jillian. Remember the forehead kiss? And the red coat of pain? Now, see, people try to argue with me on the red coat of paint because they're like, it's different coats. I'm like, it's not the point. It is different coats. It's different coats, but the point is the color. It's the same paint. (laughs) (laughs) That's like saying, oh, you know, like, this this suit of Oliver's has shoulder pads, and this one, it's the same thing. It's it's the same shoot. It doesn't matter. I feel very passionately about this. Oh, God. Sammy actually did the thing. Okay, so her favorite season one, the Dodger app, the moment he sees her in the dress. Yeah, that was a good one. Season two, he had you and he was going to hurt you. There was no choice to make. Choice to make. Yep, that was good, too. Uh, season three, 320. See there. No, we don't have to pick it. Uh, season four, Overwatch. Well, I thought you. It was. I thought it was time you got a code name. Well, that's an interesting choice. I wouldn't have thought of that. But that's very good. Uh, season five, all we, we won when she's loosening his tie at his birthday party. Oh, yeah. She's like practically undressing him. <laughs> Delicious. Uh, season six, I'm glue baby. Season seven, the couch scene at the end of 718. Oh, when they're both. Oh, that was cute. And season eight, the reunion. Specifically, the first time Felicity sees Oliver. Oh, I like that you went for details on that, Sam. Very nice. I love our fandom. They're the best. Do too. They just, like, know their shit. You know how it's like, it's like when Catherine McNamara, Perry, McNamara picks the dragon for best villain. It's like, no. Everyone's picking, oh, I know. Everyone's like, what are you picking doing, correct lady? answers. That's why I love you. Like, girl, that's not an answer you get to choose. Like, it's fucking multiple choice. There's only one answer, and the answer is Prometheus. Correct. Please. Give me a break. Correct. How mad I was about Prometheus, and then he turned out to be the actual best. Yes. Biggest amount of crow I have ever had to eat. That in the was the of this best, show. the best kind of outcome that we could have ever hoped for. I mean, it really was in terms of like where we started. Where we five. started the season, and then in terms of pacing, because I really was like, I mean, season five is rough until you get to episode sixteen, and then it's a fucking ride. So like I wouldn't trade because I don't think you can get that level of like downhill speed unless you're doing the uphill climb for 15 episodes. But man, first 15 episodes are kind of hard to get through. Oof. It's a lot. It's true. That's a lot. There's a lot of Curtis. There's a lot of Curtis and a lot of Renee. Can we just not? Let's not talk about that. Okay. Shell. (laughs) 301 the fern and her buying him a bed. Because we all hoped that they shared the bed. Uh, 214, you'll always be my girl. 207, him rescuing her chef's kiss. I mean, in terms of, like, hottest Oliver ever, like, because, like, I know Felicity saves Oliver. It's fine. I like my Oliver filled with a lot of testosterone, though. So I think it's like, it's like those, there's the, there's the, the arrow situation where he kills the count. 
Then I would go when he picks her up because he's being all extra after the car crash and has Diggle the bow. And then a very little scene that I don't feel gets enough love is when Shade, uh, Slade breaks into the bunker and he picks her up and throws her over the the stairwell and then he covers his bo- her body. <sighs> I think those are my favorite. Season two had a lot of really season two deliciousness. Was a, great, a great place. It was a lot. It was so good. I'm gonna have to rewatch the, the shipping scenes. world. <sighs> Although season one had good, but like season two is like, where take off, take off. Yeah, I'm trying to think season one. I mean, I think probably the gold dress is my favorite too. In season one, my favorite is probably (sighs) my favorite. uh... It's hard because she's in it so little. Like, my are we terming might the be romantic? The elevator shaft. Oh, you know what? I think I take it back. I think the first scene is my favorite. Oh, the elevator shaft. Because that, that's another one that you're like, it's from start to finish. Because once they get in the elevator, the line, yep. the scene starts when he kicks out that guy because he's jealous. Up until the point where they're crossing the scaffolding and he says, hold on to me tightly. Correct. Yeah, that's a good one, too. Man, that's hard to pick. Okay, I'm going to go gold dress or... Uh, the first meeting or the elevator they're all my favorites <laughs> I'm not even following my rules <laughs> okay and then I, we did season 3 season 4 season 4 I don't know I mean you it, know all of all of episode 409 yeah I think episode 409 is just like, it's like 401 is like the promise of 409. Like we got so many shippy moments in 401. But 401, here's the one thing that kind of frustrates me about season four is how much we got spoiled. Like there was nothing in season four that didn't get spoiled. I think in retrospect, I have more emotional connection to moments and have a more visceral reaction to them and remember them stronger when I wasn't um, spoiled on it. Like I wasn't spoiled on what Steven says or Oliver says to Felicity in the restaurant. Um, You know, we knew start to finish what the proposal was going to be. Thanks, Canada Graphs. It was still amazing when it (laughs) happened, but I don't know. I wish I was more. I feel like I should put the proposal up higher on the list, but it's not higher on the list. And I'm trying to figure out why. But I think I, I think I actually even prefer the part where, number one, when they're talking about what marriage means, I actually think I prefer the part where he smashes the glass and picks her up. Because there wasn't a lot of, like, in season, there wasn't a lot of Oliver saving Felicity for a while because they were trying to set her up as, like, you know, her own badassness and she doesn't need to be protected all the time, which I totally agree that needed to happen. But it was a long time. We went a long time from Slade, although she saved herself in that, but from Slade until the 409 I can't really think of a scene where Oliver was like rescuing Felicity so it was a lot of episodes where we didn't get a lot of rescuing Felicity and that's kind of how I like my Oliver I'm old school sorry guys what do you think Cal I don't okay season five (laughs) season five was dark days I mean come on season five you know the answer to this Jen there's like no other real question well, here's the problem, though. I know what no, you were going to say, which is the sex scene, right? No, the whole episode. Well, yeah, but what's your favorite moment? 
No. Okay, we're just going to do the whole episode? Okay, good. I don't have to pick. All right, moving on. Six. <laughs> Six. Six oh four. Uh, is that the one that she was like, I'm glue baby? What's 604? I don't remember. I'm old. In I'm older. No, you're not. You're yes, younger in spirit. <laughs> I really don't bullshit. remember 604. 604 was trying to have sex. All. Oh, is that the date? <laughs> that's reversal. Yes. Oh, that's a good one. I really like the I'm glue baby scene, and I really like the one where... I love the I'm glue baby scene, but I love 604. Mm-mm-mm-mm. Sorry, that was my phone. Looks like the school I district figured. is calling. Um, I I also really liked the scene where she talks to William, but it wasn't very Elicity heavy. It was just Felicity and William. Oh, and the wedding! There was a lot of good stuff in the crossover. Season seven, I'm going to go with Oliver fussing over pregnant Felicity. Anytime he did that, that was super hot. <laughs> Honestly, season seven, I'm going with the Big Belly reference in 708. Oh, yeah. That was fun. That was pretty good. In season eight, what are we even oh, talking no, about? Oh, no, no. But so I, okay, maybe that's my bet runner up because the last scene has to be the best one from season seven. Oh my god, I can't believe I even didn't like think about that. I know, I didn't either. I'm shamed. I was like, that was a different season. Kick me no, out of the fandom! Was... I don't have the right to be here anymore. Yeah, that's definitely the favorite scene. <laughs> Sorry, I, I take back my Oliver Baby previous remarks. Although, because we're not picking, I don't have to say that. I like them both. And then, of course, I only have one scene. <laughs> You're just trying to survive until the last two minutes. I wonder how the season would be different if Emily had been part of it. That can be, I that should be a podcast. I, that's going to require some thought. Like how I wonder they would have changed things if Emily was part of the season. Maybe I'll email Mark that question. I don't know if he's going to tell me that. All right, guys. I think we're going to wrap it up. That was some good time, Twitter. Thanks for sharing in the joy and the fun. That was some good time. There we go. We made it into Elicity. It happened. We did it. Um, so I don't know. I mean, we're going to try and podcast fairly regularly to try and, I mean, I think I would say we're trying to do once a week. So, well, like, if this quarantine shit keeps happening, we'll be back. We'll pick it because up. we're going to be bored. I got nothing. <laughs> like, I work we're from home, be but, like, bored. Mm, I know. We're going to be bored off our nuts. I know. It's going to we'll be so be back. bad. If the, 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 however long this goes on, we'll be back. We'll be back. So, yeah. enjoy part two. <laughs> you're just logging into part two and you're like why is this starting in the well, middle part two Watch and part, part one. one are all going to be one thing oh you're gonna merge them i of forget course. that you can do that see i'm not That's... the technical as as you as you guys have probably figured out i'm not the geographical or technical girl. mind behind this I'm little smart team girl she's very smart that's why I don't have to do stuff. And I just get to be lazy. I just get to be lazy. Love me. Can I tell you a sad story about my dog? No. Um. So he has kidney disease. He's stage two, which isn't no. so bad. I know, Bubby. I know my baby. Um, no. I, I said mm. no sad dog. Okay, story. but it's kind of funny. So. No, that's not funny. Well, it's not really funny. Uh, so, like, he got new low-sodium low sodium dog food. And we call him, like, a garbage disposal. He eats everything. But he won't eat his dog food. 
So, like, we've been trying, like, different things to put on it, but, like, you have to be really careful because almost everything in this fucking country has an obscene amount of sodium in it. Yeah. It's really sad. So, we tried a little bit of milk. A little bit of milk. Don't come at me about dogs and milk. I know. It was just a little bit to, like, make, like, dog cereal. And he liked that. But today he's not so sad. So, literally, all I have is 86 pounds of love on my lap because he's so sad and he so knows that, like, hitting his dad up for anything is pointless. So he's just like, Mom will fix it. Baby. I know! I think we're just going to change dog foods and find him a different flavor that he Baby. likes. But that was like 70 bucks! I know. My little man. Shell can commiserate with you. I'm gonna, I was going to message Shell because I was like, give me some flavor <laughs> shit that I can put on this thing <laughs> to, like, hide. Because he's like, no, I will not. No. So you have to know how bad the dog food tastes if my dog does not want to eat it. He ate glass once to get into brownies. Like he, there's nothing he doesn't eat. Your dog ain't playing. No. Like this is, it's like, it's like basically a garbage bag of garbage for him to like look at the food and be like, fuck this shit. Because he's just not happening. So I was going to message though because Shell's awesome. Shell is awesome, and she buys her her kitty cat some expensive food. I know she does. I was so like, well, so, yeah, all this. I mean, actually, the some... low sodium wasn't as expensive as we thought it was going to be. So there's lots of dogs. I think something else will kill him before the kidney disease, but it remains to be seen. We'll Gosh, see. You're heartless. I'm not heartless. I'm just. I mean, he's 13. <laughs> the reason why I'm so casual, I'm not very casual. I'll be a complete wreck when he actually dies. I'm oh, trying I know to like. This about you. I'm like trying You're to being like flip it and being like, oh, it's no big deal. Then like, no, I know the big deal. Like, ah! I'm just like, I'm like part of my preparation process. <laughs> yeah, is like acknowledging that he's gonna die someday. I feel that. You know what I mean? I like feel once that. we hit year 13, I was like, I'm gonna have to start. And, like, all the other dogs and my parents, like, in my family, they, like, my sister bought a dog, my parents bought a dog, and we bought a dog. All these three dogs were bought within six months of each other, and he's the last one. Yeah, that's how it was with, with our older dog. Yeah. She was the last of the trio. Yeah. And, and it was like, it's okay. Like, it's borrowed time. <laughs> the time is All coming. of those other dogs, Coco and uh, Rudy, were very active very healthy dogs until they weren't and rusty is you know he's led a leisurely life (laughs) (laughs) my husband took him on a walk yesterday and he hasn't i mean we don't walk him because he doesn't like walking um and my dog doesn't like like, walking either she's like no we're not doing like like he likes it for because that was the question i had his favorite thing to do when the weather is warm is he likes to get on his leash and he likes to go pick up Lauren at the bus stop. He loves it. He loves to go to the bus stop and he likes to come get her and make sure she's all safe and collect her and bring her home. But he like the bus stop is like literally not even it's less than a half mile from it's like it's a very, very short walk, and he's completely exhausted by it by the time it comes home. So my husband's like, you know, how long can he really walk for? And I was like, I told him, he's like, so basically one lap around the neighborhood. And I'm like, yeah. So when he comes home, Rusty's like panting. And he's like, well, his bag leg was starting to drag. We didn't quite make it around the whole neighborhood. He tried. Bless he tried heart. so hard. He tried so hard. And it now he's happening. like completely terrified of stairs. He won't do stairs because his hips are bad. 
So he's just like, like I tried to get him to go out the back, and he looked at me. He's like, "Bitch, it's not happening." And my dog isn't the kind of dog where like he listens to commands. Like he's like, "I'm gonna do whatever the heck I want to do." <laughs> Y'all can get used to it. Take it easy on the old duffer. I know he's the old man. So yeah, we listen. We let we let our old girl just lay on the couch. I he told him I was like, "Listen, this is well." He's so happy Jeez. right now because everyone's home. This quarantine thing, this is the shit. He loves COVID. He's like, this is amazing. Daddy's home. Lauren's home. COVID's his favorite it's thing. It's his favorite thing to ever happen in life. He's like, I don't know why dad's home, but he's home. And, he, and I love it. And so he's just, there's just nothing but pure joy. He's like that because my dog is really cranky. He's a cranky golden retriever. <laughs> it's part of his personality. It's just he's always been a little bit unfriendly Cranny. i mean he's not unfriendly he just likes who he likes and then like and, he doesn't and then like he doesn't it. give a shit about it it's kind of how it works he's like and like it takes a little while for him to like okay you can stick around like lauren's piano teacher he really treated like he like like he treated him like he was a serial killer whenever he came walking in the house and then like he'd settle down and there would be like you know there would be smelling and now he doesn't give a fuck like joe comes in and he doesn't get up He's like, I don't really care. <laughs> like, you're not in the pack. I'm not bringing you into the pack. I've decided that you're not worthy of the pack. You're a nice guy. You're not going to murder my mom. So I'm just going to lay on my ass. It's pretty funny. It's hilarious. And Joe's a little sad. He's like, he's not coming to say hi to me anymore. I was like, no, I think he's done with you. <laughs> That's like prototypical jackass Rusty. And we love it. I love my cranky golden retriever. He's just the best. Never want him to change. Because I'm one of his favorites. <laughs> That's why you're okay I love it. it. It's like my mom was like, she's like, you know, she'll come over and like Rusty says hi. He loves her because she's the peanut butter lady. She feeds him peanut butter all the time. And, uh, but like, you know, she completely acknowledges. She's like, no, he likes Nick. He likes you. And he likes Lauren. And that's about it. <laughs> but when he loves you, you get snuggled and he gives big bear hugs all the time. So he's fairly wonderful. So like he actually hugs. It's like a physical hug. It's the best. Buy yourself an 86-pound golden retriever. It's like living with a bear. They're the best. Okay, well, that was my story about my dog that I told for no reason, but anyways. I appreciate that. You know, I'm sharing my life in this coronavirus-like quarantine. And seriously, if you are a person who is leaving your house, stop leaving your house. There's Instacart. There's delivery. There's Netflix. No reason to put yourself at risk. If you think you aren't at risk, while you are at risk, you can still get this. There's healthy people who are winding up in intensive care. It's not just old people who are getting this. And then you can infect an old person or me. <laughs> Which really what this rolls Don't back infect to. Jen, please. Really we want, have more podcasts I really podcasts don't to want do. to get this, you guys. My dad is like absolutely tweaking out about me. And I was like, Mom. She's like, I know. I tell him he's in, like, he's the one that everyone's worried about. And that, I was like, I have two functioning. Like, I, my heart's fine. My lungs are fine. Those are not the organs we have problems with. But, yeah, it's fine. You know. It'll be fine. We're going to survive. Survive. Okay. Okay. <laughs> All right. We will be back. Hopefully more shit happens on Twitter. And then we'll come back with the podcast. Or I'll watch a TV show and be like, you well, I, yeah, it. I think within the next week, we are very much going to be finishing Lost. So you can expect a uh, Lost Yay. podcast is happening. Yay. And then I think next week, 
a lot of new movies are coming out. So Cal and I can watch those and we can do movie reviews for you guys. Movies on Netflix, right? <laughs> yes. I think they're, you will pay for movies. Oh, yeah. But I mean, like, not like having to go to a movie theater. Oh, God, no. Yeah, no, no. They're coming okay. out on streaming. Okay. No, no. All this yeah. is all streaming. Fuck no. We're not going to a movie theater. All those okay. people. My dad tried to go They're to like a grocery anyway. store. So they told people that, okay, so they're disinfecting the store and then they like are open from like seven to eight and it's just for the elderly. Okay. So he went to do this and he got really mad because all of these little old ladies were like not respecting the six feet distance. So that's the last time he's doing that. And I'm pretty glad. Good. But yeah, I'm not, I don't, I won't even go. I like so now I'm hearing that they can't they can it can be like transferred on also cardboard so make sure you're spraying down and disinfecting your boxes when you get shipments at the very least wash your hands that's a good advice because a lot of people are ordering a lot from Amazon right Right, and supposedly I'm not 100% sure but supposedly it might survive a little bit on cardboard so just be extra careful just anytime you touch anything, it doesn't hurt. Your house, just, just go wash the hands. Go wash your go hands. Wash, yeah. Go wash them. And I think actually washing hands is better than using disinfectant. We're all getting really good at washing hands, so this Amen, should sister. be no big deal. Amen, sister. <laughs> all right. So everyone is under their clear instructions to not go anywhere and to stay healthy. Mama Jen yes. and Callie have spoken. These are the laws, yes, and you will follow them. Yes. Even though I have actual no authority over your life. So, nope. Okay. All right. We'll be talking <laughs> for the next quarantine podcast. We'll be lost. So, tune in, catch up, rewatch if you need to, because I'm going to be feeling all the feelings. All of them. It's going to be a lot. Yep. I'm not ready. Nope. Okay. <laughs> okay. Bye. Bye. <laughs> Thanks for joining us this week. Be sure to listen next week. Subscribe to Watch Over on iTunes. Or Google Play. And look us up on Twitter and Tumblr. Bye. Bye.